welcome back. We are now on problem number 12, which I will do in magenta. 12, all right. If 2x is less than y, which is less than 0, huh? so both of these are negative, and 2x is more negative, all right. Which of the following is greater? So they give us a bunch of choices. So see, choice A, choice A is minus 2x. Choice B is minus 2x plus y. Choice C is 2x. Choice D is 0. And choice E is minus y. Okay. So the interesting thing that should immediately jump out at you is that both 2x and y are negative, right? Because they're all less than 0. And 2x is even more negative than y, right? If I were to draw a number line, if, if this is a number line, it might be instructive to even show it. Let's see, number line. And this is 0. This is y. 2x would be someplace over here. We don't know exactly where. I mean, you know, this could be 0. This could be. I don't know. I could pick random numbers. This could be negative 1, negative 1. And then this could be, I don't know, this could be negative 2, right? These are just random numbers. And actually, that might be the, the best way of, of, of doing this problem. I mean, we could reason through it. And actually, I will. But the easiest thing is, well, let me just take these numbers that satisfy this inequality and see what happens with them, right? And that probably is the fastest way. So in our case, what's minus 2x? So if 2x is minus 2, that would be minus times minus 2, right? Because 2x is minus 2. So that equals plus 2. What's 2x plus y? So 2x is minus 2, plus y is minus 1, so it becomes minus 3. So this becomes minus, minus 2, minus 1. So there's minus 3, but then you have a minus outside, so it's plus 3. So we can immediately say that this, this is not the greatest, right? Because we already found one that is greater. 2x would be, it, 2x is just minus 2, right? We said that. 2x is minus 2. 0 is 0. Minus y, in our example, would be 1. In all of these situations, this is the largest. And you could try it with any set of numbers that satisfy this. I mean, we could have we called, instead of saying this is 2x, we could call this z and done it. But and and without doing the number line uh, and without kind of picking numbers, you could have also reasoned. You could have said, you know, two x is more negative than y. So if you put a negative in front of two x, it's going to be more positive, right? Because a negative times a negative is a positive, so it'll become a more positive. So first of all, this number will be a negative number, so that's not right. This number will be positive, so zero can't be the answer. And then you say, well, what's bigger, minus y or minus two x? Well, minus 2x is more negative, so my or I'm sorry, 2x is more negative, so minus 2x will be more positive. So you know it's not going to be this. So you, then you're picked between these two, and then you have to say, well, what's more negative, 2x, 2x, or 2x plus y? Well, 2x plus y is going to be a more negative number because it's you know both of these are negative numbers. So when you add them, you're going to get something even more negative than either of them. And then we take the negative of that, you get a larger positive number. That last explanation might have been confusing. And, and really, the easiest way is just pick some numbers that satisfy this inequality, and then, pick, and then substitute, and then you have your answer.
All right, number 13. Child doing this pale yellow. 13. Carlos delivered n packages on Monday, so Monday n. Four times as many packages on Tuesday as on Monday. So on Tuesday, he did four times as many. So that's 4n. And three more, and not, not three times, three more packages on Wednesday than Monday. So Wednesday, three more packages on Wednesday than Monday. So this is n plus 3. Three more than on Monday. What is the average number of packages he delivered per day over the three days? So that, What's the average of these three numbers? So see, we sum them up. n plus 4n plus n plus 3. And we divide by 3, because there's three days. Let's see, n plus 4n is 5n, plus 3 is 6n. So it's 6n plus 3 over 3. Divide all the terms by 3. That equals 2n plus 1. And we are done. That was number 13, which was c, choice c. OK, number 14. Number 14. If oh, This looks exciting. If a, a plus b, a plus b to the 1 half is equal to a minus b to the minus 1 half, which of the following must be true? And they say, you know. B is equal to 0. They, that's choice A. They say A plus B is equal to 1. A minus B is equal to 1. A squared plus B squared is equal to 1. A squared minus B squared is equal to 1. Well, what I want to do is I just want to write this in, a, in kind of a form that, that makes more sense to me. So this is, you know, this is essentially saying the square root of A plus B is equal to 1 over the square root of a minus b, right? Negative 1 half. So let's multiply both sides of this equation times the square root of a minus b. The square root of a minus b. This side will just cancel out, right? And you're just left with 1. This is the same thing as the square root of a minus b times a plus b, right? And then on the right hand side, we're just left with a 1. And what's a minus b times a plus b? All right, that's, so this is the square root of a squared minus b squared is equal to 1. And then what do we know if, if we, we could, well, we could square both sides, right? So if we, if we square both sides, so we take both the second power, what are we left with? This radical sign goes away, so we're left with a squared minus b squared is equal to 1. And that is choice E. Let's see, do I have time to do the next problem? Oh, it looks complicated. So let me wait for, to do the next problem in the next video. See you soon.